Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. This episode is brought to you by Natural Hair Education's Texture on Texture Styling Course. This styling course is a virtual educational experience. Learn how to properly detangle the hair, learn how to do coils, flat twists, two-strand twists, and an updo all on naturally textured hair. In this program, you will receive Ada, which is Natural Hair Education's first texture hair mannequin. And listen, she is the real deal, okay? So once you get your hands on her, you'll be able to learn these different types of skills as well as improve your own skills, increase your service time, and overall, increase your income. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode from Natural Hair Education. On today's episode, we're going to be talking with AJ Watkins, from all natural kinks. Now, have you ever had the question, do black hair really grow long? Do it have the ability to grow past shoulder length? Can it grow beyond that? So I know a lot of us sometimes feel like our hair get to a certain point and it stops growing. Well, AJ's gonna share with us some of her frustrations and how she learned how to grow her hair beyond a certain length. Here's AJ's bio. AJ Watkins has been a part of the natural hair community for over 20 years. During her first year of college in 2007, her fascination and excitement for hair care began to blossom. Throughout her childhood, she dreamed of having long, flowing natural hair. Sadly, the length of her hair did not seem to grow. She refused to believe the myth of black girls can't grow long hair and was determined to figure out the hair growth formula for her coarse, tightly coiled textured hair. She then spent the next nine years experimenting with natural oils, products, and styles to develop a successful hair growth process, and may I add, regimen. In 2017, she created a natural hair care product line in her education platform that incorporated the techniques needed to grow curly and kinky textured hair. Now, she is able to share these handmade products worldwide to help others reach their hair length goals. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation that I had with AJ. Hi, AJ. Welcome to the, the Natural Hair Educations podcast. How are you? I am doing so well. I'm so excited to be here to talk all things hair. I am ready. We've been, both of us have been meaning to do this. So I am just like, yes, we're going to get on and we're going to be talking about hair and just how to just really take care of it and I'm so I'm juiced I'm so excited yeah I'm excited too um I'm so glad that we finally was able to get this day <laughs> yes <laughs> on the book because right. we've just been kind of busy um but yeah. I do want to know about you so could you um just tell me about you I know that you have history and a lot of things but tell us how you got started with your natural hair journey 
Yes. Um, so it was back. It was actually came from like a lot of hair issues that I have. I feel like that's kind of how it was formed and like the obsession for like the hair started. Uh, so even back in high school, I, I definitely dealt with like a lot of uh, hair issues, not knowing how to take care of my hair, uh, putting petroleum on my scalp, the grease, thinking that it's, you know, going to do something to these roots and just having a lot of issues with that. And I think the last straw for me was I remember I had got uh, braids in my hair and my hair was extremely dry. Again, like I said, I was, I was on it with the grease thinking that I was moisturizing it, but I went in to get braids. Um, hair was not moisturized, did not know much about deep conditioning, how often I should deep condition. I got them done and I noticed in the back, one of the braids started coming up like literally on, on the back and it started, um, you know, it was not, it was no longer, it was cornrows and it was no longer connected to the scalp girl, you know, where I'm going with this. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I didn't think I never had that happen. So I was just confused first. And I remember, um, taking out my braids, uh, right before prom and, you know, I'm taking them out and the amount of bald spot that was there, um, and it wasn't bald bald, but it was, it was breakage. I should say the amount of breakage from those braids, because again, my hair was not moisturized was just, it was devastating. So, you know, my mom's like trying to do what she can, you know, to cover up, you know, with a hot comb, be like, girl, we gonna get this together. But that was really like, you know, one of my, my last straws and just being like, you know what, like, what is it? Like, it was just out of pure frustration. And so um, in college, that's when I really started more getting into YouTube and like seeing women with like, that looked like me, hair like me, kinky hair like me, skin like me, having like long hair. I don't know if you remember long hair don't care from like, um, yep, yep. And so just seeing that was just extremely motivating. So I threw myself, what do I need to do? What, you know, what products do I need to use? What process do I need to use? And so that's was when college was really like, again, that hair, natural hair enthusiast really, Prounced in, came out, and uh, I just I watched every video. I was looking at every blogs. I was already a biology major, so literally, <laughs> I felt like I, you know, it was you know throwing my you know biology kind of background into the hair as well, figuring out okay, you know, what is the breaking down? You know, what is the hair anatomy? What is it made out of? What what really you know what what does it need to grow? What is length retention? What does that even mean? Um, and so that's really where I kind of, where I, I got my start with at least getting into my hair and figuring out how to grow my hair and being able like to measure my length and actually see it come down. I was like, wait, 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 as I got, you know, as it grew. And so, you know, I was just, I was really into doing it for myself and it wasn't until about, uh, into actually my, um, I was an IT consultant for a while and it wasn't until my IT consulting career when I was doing this, uh, my fiance was like, you know, um, you have all these products. What, what, you know, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, you have this oil, you're, you're able to grow your hair. Why don't you, you know, what are you doing with this? You know, you need to be putting it out there. You know, people can really, women, men can really benefit on it. And, you know, he put it out there on his social media pages, like, look at my hair, look at my girl's hair, look how long it grew. And that was the start. So I 
fell, you know, I kind of was tossed, I would say, into it, you know, because they wanted a website, they wanted social media, they wanted pictures. I was like, well, I guess I gotta, you know, figure this out. And the rest is history. And, and, you know, I started off with one single product. The growth oil was my first product. But then my, my biggest thing is like, there is no such thing as a magic potion of like oil. Wow. All of a sudden my hair, yes, it's going to stimulate, but it's not going to be the only thing that's going to just all of a sudden I use it. Boom. My hair is, you know, down to my, you know, my butt. So, um, that's when I was like, okay, let me use that knowledge to figure out, okay, you need the moisture in the hair. You need to seal in that moisture. You know, you need a good, you know, shampoo that's not going to strip a lot of the times. And then, you know, you need to put the moisture back in with the deep conditioner and that type of thing. So that's when I went to the lab girl, my, you know, went into my little lab, you know, my personal lab and just started, you know, cooking up some stuff. And that's really how I was born. Ever since then, I've just been trying to improve, spread the word, education. And I that's why I love this podcast. I'm like, natural hair education. Hello. <laughs> you know, that's what I've been doing for so long. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of my journey. That is good. Okay, I have so many questions, okay? Yes. Like, I have so it. many questions. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I want to know is, were you always natural? Because uh, no. I know no okay yeah Mm -hmm. so when when did you transition into becoming natural like were you in high school yeah so it was actually so most of my life I've have been natural so I have the only point in my life I was you know natural a lot as a kid um Mm -hmm. but I I can't remember if it was like six or eight but at some point uh, my mom put a perm in my hair and uh, it was very young, though. I was like, I can't, I can't remember the exact age. It, it was around six or, or the age of eight. And so I actually, uh, back then, I did competitive swimming. And so chlorine, I, I think you know, again, where I'm yeah. going with it, chlorine and the perm does not mix. And so, again, um, you know, my mom was doing my hair, but again, it wasn't really being moisturized the way it should. And uh, I got a lot of breakage from that. So during that time, that was the, my own little period where it just, you know, uh, she stopped it around, uh, stopped putting it in around maybe like nine or 10 I would say but and from then on I've been natural but uh I feel like it's different with when you are natural with and and like taking care of natural as well you know so so yeah Mm -hmm. so okay so okay so you were you were you had a chemical you had a relaxer at one point yeah and then you went back to being natural was that transition like a uh cut like a chop a big chop or was it just I'm gonna grow out the relaxer, I'm gonna put braids in her hair and just wait until the relaxer is out, you know. Yeah. 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 And I and I love that because I, I it's so funny because I look back in pictures and I'm like, I had the big chop before the big chop was a thing. <laughs> because when I was, I think it was, I feel like it was like sixth grade, uh, is when my mom just cut it off because the the ends were just split they were done so she just straight up I think it was I think it was about at uh she cut about this much off so I think it might have been here but all that was just damaged hair and so we had to do a big cut and so um from then on you know from you know kind of that sixth grade to you know junior high and and high school I 
I had some growth like through braids and, you know, that's what I did. A lot of times I did uh, braid extensions was like my go-to style and uh, yeah, cornrows and that type of thing. But it just was not doing anything. I may have like two or three inches in those times. So, and in a matter of what, maybe six years, if if I was lucky. And then again, my mom was on the, uh, you know, when she was taking my hair when I was younger, she was on the every six weeks, you need a cut, you know, every six weeks she was on that. We need a trim. She was on that (laughs) schedule. So then every six weeks I was just like, but I'm like, this cannot be a thing. (laughs) You know, but but that's good though. She has some awareness about hair care. So that's a plus. So once you were actually natural and let's say you're in college now, um, yeah. were you like, did you ever struggle with, um, like your hair growing past a certain length? Cause you know, there's like a, mm. a, a myth where black girls hair don't grow. Right. Yeah. Or if it grows, it grows at a certain point and then it stops. Mm. Yes. So had you ever experienced that with your hair? Cause your hair is pretty long. Yeah. And did you ever experience like your hair growing to a certain point And it's like, okay, this is it. <laughs> like this yeah. is it. And then, you know, you're like, okay, what do I do next? I want longer hair. What do I do next? Yes. So that was high school, college transition. So in high school, couldn't get a past shoulder. Could not, no matter how much I I thought I, I knew, um, I, you know, I I was thinking, you know, obviously I don't know too much because I cannot get it past. It would just stop about um, here. That's kind of was my, was my stopping point. And so it, it stayed there. I think through, through, again, throughout high school, you know, I had the, a couple inches before, you know, before that in junior high, but once it hit shoulder, it, I was at a standstill. So is that how you, I mean, is that your reason for like really getting into this industry, really studying? I know you yep. said like moisture retention, but was your, was your goal or your focus to have longer, thicker, healthier hair? Yes. Yes. And it was, um, it was actually, and I didn't know, I saw like, it, it was crazy because if you, uh, you may have seen this too. I felt like the guys, you know, growing up, I would, I would notice uh, their, you know, their hair was growing and, you know, they kept it in braids and I'm just, I, I was confused. I'm like, it can't be again, just cause I'm a girl. It can't be something like, well, I'm a girl, so I can't get it longer. Um, and so that was when I, you know, I was just like, that's why I had to study and figure out, okay, why, what, was it and my best friend um in college she had a little bit looser texture than I did but she still had black hair and her hair was um down to her her butt and I had never seen that in my life in person I had never never had never have I seen that (laughs) you know and so that's when (laughs) yeah she and her hair is still really long um but that's when I was you know, I kind of was also thinking, I'm like, okay, well, what is she doing? And she was kind of into the natural hair care movement too. And so we kind of got into it together. And that's really what threw me into, okay, like, how can I get it past the shoulder length? And that's when I studied and applied that to my hair. And that's when I started seeing different results. That's awesome. That's good. And so, you know, I did hear you say or mention that you used you watched a lot of YouTube videos and you were mm-hmm. doing studying and research and really understanding the um, hair, especially with your biology degree. I know you probably look at things a little bit different than the normal person would that, you know, don't have that eye for um, just science, right? Yeah. So yeah. what is it about like your biology degree that really helps you understand like either your hair products and your hair? And so I 
Uh, yeah, no, this is good. So I think, uh, so with my bio- biology, it's a lot about like, I feel like research is the biggest thing and, 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 and going in and finding the answer. And a lot of within my biology degree, it was a lot of chemistry as well. So when, so when going in and mixing products, like what is the pH level? And then knowing going into the pH level for, you know, obviously when I was doing experiments for my own, you know, um, within my biology degree, knowing, you know, the pH level, what to look for. So applying that same thing, it's like, okay, well, the hair needs to be at a certain pH level in order, you know, for it to actually, you know, be well, you know, if I could say so, then looking at the pH level of different products, and what is the pH level of of this. And so then I hadn't really I was more of like checking those type of things when I would use products before beforehand. So it's just kind of like, what is this? What is that? What does it need to be? I think that was the biggest thing on how I was able to apply that. Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) And so that's how you also formulated your products. Yes, yes. And so many years later, I was able to apply that because I did go into IT consulting, but I was able to go back into my, you know, biology bag and my chemistry bag. And I was able to know, again, when I'm mixing and, or, you know, when I'm making and, and writing experiments and, you know, doing clinical trials, what that had to be like. And again, I would do those measurements, figure out what needed to be. And then I would, you know, try on my own hair, try on my friend's hair, reach out to people. Does this work? How is this responding to your hair? And really doing it like that instead of just like, well, let's just see. Let's just, let's hope for the best. No, that has to be at, at a certain level for really women to be able to help their hair. So, right. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So one of the things that uh, we kind of discussed or you wanted to share was how your biggest insecurity became your greatest asset. Yes. So let's talk about that. Um, can yeah. you just share with us what that insecurity was and yeah. how it benefited you? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think when I was, you know, the, you know, uh, when I was, when I cut it short, when it was really short, that was sixth grade year, kind of next year going into junior high. Mm-hmm. And for me, my styles were very limited. Right. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> no, my styles were very limited. I couldn't do much. And I felt like, you know, what, you know, going into school, going into junior high, you know, you see who gets the attention you see, you know, like, people with longer hair, curlier hair, getting attention. And you see, you know, kind of me, people looking down upon me or like, you know, asking silly questions like, you know, why can't you do that? Or why, you know, and that really had an effect on my, uh, just my security level in general and just being insecure about that. And so carrying that and always in the back of my head, wondering, like wanting that, wanting that, like wanting that longer hair, wanting that help. And it really wasn't for me, it really wasn't the the curls. Like I wasn't really like, oh, I, I necessarily want that texture. For me, it was just about like having long hair within my own texture. Yeah. Um, and that and that was big for me. And so that's when always having that and like, how do I do it? How do I do it? And like, when I was younger, trying to braid at night, doing the, just doing what I knew, just doing Aww, what I knew. He was just trying. He was trying to figure it out, huh? Yeah, I was I, even. And you know, it's funny now that I look back at it. I was just like, "Yep, that was me trying to figure it out, using what I knew, using my mom's knowledge, using what we thought was gonna work." And so that was really the start of like, okay, um, me kind of, again, in the back of my head, 
always wanting that, but not really knowing how to get it. And so that's when, you know, in college, being able to see my best friend with that hair, um, being able to see the YouTubers and being able to know that it's possible. And I think knowing that it's a possibility sparked me, right? And so that's why, again, it has become my greatest asset because that's what I go back to. I go back to the girl that was not able to do it. So that's how I go about it with my customers. When they're starting their hair journey, I go back to my hair journey, right? Because I, again, I wish I had the products. I wish I had the knowledge. I wish I had, I wish I could go to one place and get everything I needed. So that's why for me, it's more than the products. It's about the process. What styles are you using? You know, are you combing out? Are you detangling daily? Are you trying to switch it up every day? You know, that be, that's a lot of manipulation to the hair. So what is that causing? What is that? And so now, again, I go into everything, you know, serving that little girl, that little girl that I told you about in junior high that didn't know. So that's how I try to go about my serving when making my products, doing my educational videos or whatever I do. I do it from that background. That's good. Now, one thing I do want to say about that is I just feel like today in like in today's world, a lot of my yeah. parents have the awareness of some type of texture hair education, yeah. right? We're not going to say yeah. everyone have it, mm. but think about when we were young and yes. our parents, they, they didn't even wear their hair like that. Like no. If they did, it was relaxed, right? They had yes. a pencil in it. Um, back in my era, right before I became a teenager, Jerry Curls was out, okay? Ooh, <laughs> so yes, girl. Wearing, uh-huh. Right, they were, they were wearing Jerry Curls and relaxers for a long period of time. Mm. And, then, and then you have like our generation growing up in the time where it's like, okay, we have to get a relaxer. And even with that, our hair still isn't flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's great. It's becoming more exactly. damaged. Exactly. Like, and we have all these past traumas from our childhood. Yes. According because of our hair, and that just goes to show how, like, then there was hardly any education or people, you know, willing to even share with yes. about yes. hair products and routines and yes, you know, all those things. So I think like what you're doing is really good because even today there are still people that are still asking questions. Yes. You know, and it's yes. fair because we haven't so been true. in this era for a, for that long. Like this is exactly territory for many of us. And so mm-hmm. that's why these conversations are so important to have. Yes. Just to bring the awareness to, you know, people who are still asking questions and searching and want to know what products to use and how to do this and how to do that and what should they do. So exactly. And so you are now, you went from a natural hair enthusiast to a natural hair entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So um, I know you have your own product line. Can you share um, what you have and, you know, some of the benefits and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of go with what um, I kind of I started with and then I'll kind of go, um, I kind of my newly released products. So what I started with was just kind of the basic of how to keep your hair uh, moisturized. And again, it's more than a product. It's actually a process. So I had my, my very first product was the growth oil. So I had that and I was able, and that was the first product I had to market. So I was, you know, I was able to do that. And it was really stimulating the scalp, you know, making sure you're not just, 
putting it in there, but actually stimulating the hair follicles and why that's important. So that was process number one. Second, Second kind of group of process was I have a moisture mist. I have a leave-in conditioner and I have a shea butter. And so that process is going to, is putting the moisture in and sealing it in there. So again, for me, it's more than just like, hey, here's a leave-in, you know, what what happens yeah. with that? Because <laughs> again, I, I always preach this, no matter what products you're using, if you don't seal that moisture, you're going to say like, you know, however many hours, however the, you know, the atmosphere outside is, if you're going to your pillowcase, if you're not, you know, if you're not sealing yeah. correctly, then your hair's still going to be dry. And so that was my first thing. Okay. Let me do a kit where I can include all of that in there. And also in that kit, it's called the Moisturized King's Growth Kit. There is a bonnet in there as well. The bonnet mm-hmm. comes with that. And then also there is a moisture cap, which is a shower cap in there because some people, again, I found, I I don't know if you've heard of uh, the greenhouse method. I know there's so many like natural hair. I'm like, you know that. Okay. (laughs) I I ain't preaching to, you know, no one that doesn't know that, but with the greenhouse method, again, if you want a little more moisture in your hair, you can put the shower cap on and then the bonnet. And so that's going to really kind of moisturize your hair overnight. And so I, that was like my first kind of baby. That was my first baby. And so again, it's not just one, but it's that whole process. So I, I released that. And then uh, probably I released that in 2018. Yeah, I released that in 2018. And so then just last year, I was able, and I kind of had the plan, but it took a while for me to really make sure I had the right clinical trials in order to get it out. And that was the full wash day collection. And so again, for me, it's about process and ain't just about product. I'm going to keep saying that because it is so real. And so with that, my thought process was, okay, yes, they have a shampoo, they have a deep conditioner, but what about the detangling process? What, Mm -hmm. and then again, what, what, uh, what does the hair need for the best detangler? What is, you know, the biggest thing is slip. And again, seeing what, uh, also seeing what people are suffering with now in this day and age. So going back to the YouTube, figuring out, okay, is it the same issues that I may have grown up with or that I thought, like, what is the main thing that people want to see in that? And that's when, again, that detangler came in. So, you know, detangling is a process where you can detangle before the shower, right? And so some, if you have your hairstyle in for a long period of time, a lot of times it's better to detangle before the shower so you don't get a lot of those tangles in the shower. So that was another thing. And then what is it like when they um, get out of the shower? You know, how are you going to moisturize your hair? And, you know, that's when I came with, um, you know, your hair is wet, but put on the avocado butter so you can seal that in there. And so that's kind of where that came out of it. And I, I included a spray bottle. I included a treatment cap in there when you're doing your hot oil treatment or when you're doing your, uh, also when you're doing your deep conditioner. So again, it's just kind of like, it's not just that, okay, well, like wash and deep condition. Nope, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. And so it's making sure giving everybody everything that I've been using over these years and that has worked for me. Here you go. You don't have to go here, here, here. You can get it in one place, get that wash day collection. Man, that's good. Let me tell you why that's so good. <laughs> Okay, I'll <laughs> take my notes, girl. Yeah, girl, go ahead. So I, I like that you 
you took a different approach. You took mm. an approach of, of creating the process, right? Because like most people, well, I shouldn't say most, but people with product lines, normally it's just like you said, just use this, use that, right? But no one, not too many people are educating the client or the customer through the process of how to, you know, use all of these tools. And I think that is genius. So you have your growth oil. Yes. You got your, um, your kit that includes the bonnet and the spray bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you have your wash day products. Yes. Yes. That is so cool. And I like that because even like even today, right? Like even even hairstylists, mm. even hairstylists are still struggling with how to get through the process. Like we like they can have all the products, but how to use them? In what order should I use them? You know how like in what order should I use to make sure that I'm stealing in the moisture correctly? Like these are all yes. the things that I see that your product line actually is executing which is good thank you yes and I'm wondering and and you know just by you having background in biology Mm -hmm. and you having a different thought process when you go into it and you had chemistry and you had all these things if this is why you're so adamant about not just put this on top but this is how you do it you know this is how you do it and this is the reason for you to do it yes yes And, and, and it really did because a lot of times um, and the and the biology and the chemistry behind it is so important because I was putting a lot of these products that I learned were just sitting on the hair shaft, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was my biggest thing. Like, how are we going to penetrate? How are we going to get in there? Because there's so many products that, again, they just don't have, they, they, they're just not able to penetrate the hair shaft, right? They're, you know, and, and it seems, and again, you don't know the difference with if it actually is moisturizing, for, you know, getting in there, or if it's just kind of like coating, you know? Right. And so, and, and a lot of, and a lot of it, it's like a false sense of like, well, you know, it's, it feels like it's moisturized. It's, it's not dry, but in reality, it's, you know, nothing, it's, it's not doing anything. It's just, you know, literally a blanket. on the hair and so again that's when I was really looking at okay what is going to get in there what is going to change what does it take to actually thicken the hair uh you know those type of things and so and that's what I was finding again with me and a lot of times you know people were coming to me and saying you know um I'm having trouble with this I'm having trouble with this so what I did get into my research bag okay what do we need to figure okay well you know and it was a lot of and before I did my um wash day kit in my wash day collection it was again people coming to me saying you know what the problems were, were and just me doing the dual diligence I'm like oh okay okay well let me hmm, let me see what what we could do and again I try to send that I either send them a product or a process their way so wow that's good that's really good so your hair looks so healthy by the way it looks <laughs> Thank healthy you. and strong and all the Thank good things <laughs> um what is your process like because you have pretty you have a good length of hair and so what is your like what is your wash day like and what is your routine like of just keeping your hair healthy yeah and so it, it's crazy because I feel like I use everything that I kind of you know, I practice what I preach, you know? And so, and so what I do is, and it all depends now. I feel like um, one thing that has changed is I have um, implemented more of the low uh, blow dry heat. 
And so um, that and that is just strictly to stretch my hair, to make sure it stretched because I was finding a lot of times transitioning out of braids because I would just do I feel like braids was always my go to that's always worked for growth. But I was finding doing different styles in a more of a shrunken state. So meaning like it's, yeah, you know, it's not elongated. It's just your hair at, you know, when it's wet and that type of thing. So I think that has changed for me. So I do my, I do exactly what's in my kit. So I, I can kind of explain my wash day first. So what I do is I detangle, take whatever style I have. I put in my detangler. I make sure I detangle before the shower. So that's probably my longest process just, just cause the length of my hair. So I make sure it's fully detangled. Then I put it uh, back in braids, right? Just very loose braids. And then I shampoo. And the reason I shampoo with the braids, I do my shampoo and deep conditioner because I find when, again, with my kinky textured hair, if you go back in the shower and you just have it loose, I find you get even more tangles. So again, process is big for me. So I have it. uh, And I I actually put these directions in my kit for suggestions. I say, hey, you know, you may want to have a braid or twist while you shower. Uh, so I'll do that. I'll do my deep condition. And actually before the shampoo, I do my hot oil treatment, which is included in the kit as well. And so shampoo, deep conditioner, then um, I do my blow dry and on low heat. And then I do my avocado butter, which I have uh, just to make sure and a heat protectant, which, you know, just to make sure my hair is healthy after that. And then I style. So that's kind of my process. And then my everyday is again, everything within a lot of those kits. So I have my moisture mist and I usually just, because when my, and when my hair is blow dried, I either will skip on the mist. I'll usually do that when my hair starts reverting, I'll put in the leave-in and I'll do the avocado butter or I'll do the shea butter to make sure the, uh, the, all the moisture is sealed in the hair. So that's kind of what I do. And of course my bonnet. That's good. That's that's, really good. That's kind of, I, I'm, you know, it's kind of a longer process, but that's kind of, what well, I do on my daily, long, and then, but I mean, yeah, I do. I'm a hairstylist, so I know exactly. Like, I know. <laughs> so, but one thing that's key that you said that I think a lot of people don't really take full advantage of is to whether you're a hairstylist or you're at home doing your own hair, is to plait the hair, do something so that when you have that shampoo service, you are not repeating that detangling process. I find so many people that will, you know, detangle first, take them to the washbowl shampoo it loosely mm. and because our hair it can be so coily um it tends to coil back up and then it shrivels yeah. back up and it tangles mm-hmm. and then you are spending another 30 minutes detangling when that could have been prevented and plus for me um when I have my natural hair clients come in my focus is making sure their scalp is clean like that's oh yes like I'm not too much um pressed about the hair unless I see that that they need some focus there, but my main concern is making sure that their scalp is really nice and clean. Yes. And then here, you know, we can work on that afterwards. But <laughs> my focus love is that. So yeah, that's so important to make it sure really that you're is. when you are shampooing. Because listen, you will be doing a whole detangling service two times. <laughs> yes. Yes. Times. And I and I always think like and I always I, I feel like and I try to preach too like 
the the detangling day or wash day is so vital, right, for breakage because a lot of times that's when again that's when the breakage happens, you know, because some people say, well, I condition my hair on the weekend, well, I do this and I still get break, you know, that wash day again, you know, it's so and I love that you said you focus on the scalp too because that's really what you know whether it's dandruff or when the buildup and that's really what needs to be cleaned out of like, you know, so again, it can be, so all these products in your hair can kind of live in a fresh environment, I feel like. So, um, so I always say that if you get, get that wash day right and get that detangle right, because if not, you will see short, short patches on your hair and you'll be wondering, huh, why is that part short or why is this part? Mm -hmm. And again, let's look back to that wash day. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's, so. good. that's a good point. That's something to yeah. be very um, aware of. And the next thing I want to ask you, like, what is your, what's your go-to style? Cause you have like people with long hair. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. Okay. Yes. Oh <laughs> my like, goodness. It can be a blessing and a curse because you have so much of it. And like, I see girls walk around with just long, beautiful curls and coils and but they can't do much, so they hear this word in the, in the ponytail, or or they just you know put it up, and then that's it. But what is yep. your go-to, and how often do you like change up your styles? So I do. My go-to now is changed a little bit. So I used to for, and this has just changed probably within the last year. Um, I feel like I've always been since I've always done um, just like the mini, just the mini braids with just my real hair. I, I would have that and I would style it from the braids. And mm -hmm. so just recently, I've just gotten, I've, I've done the braids since college. So I was like, you know, what? <laughs> let me try out some different styles. Uh, and so, you know, the braids are always a good go-to because again, low manipulation, it's easy to kind of reach your scalp, it's easy to reach your hair, it, it's easy. Now it's it's changed up a little bit. So I still do braids just because I, I usually don't go out too much on the weekdays, but now I may switch it up where I may do, you know, may, maybe wear the braids Monday through Thursday. And if I have an event on Friday, I'll just do a braid out. Uh, and so that's usually what I do now. So, um, and so my weekends, again, usually when I'm going somewhere, I want to, you know, have kind of like my hair out, it'll just be like one or two days of the week. And then once again, that, that style has gone, I may, uh, depending on how much shrinkage I got, I'll like either, you know, just do a finger detangle. I don't do a, a huge, you know, comb detangle. I'll just kind of finger detangle it and I may put in something like this. So this is my twist that I have in right now. And so I'll just hold that um, and I'll either style my twist or again, if I want to do takedown or if I want to kind of have it out, then I'll just uh, take that out again for one or two days. So I, I switch back between braids and twist and, you know, braid out and twist out. That's kind of my go-to now. That's good. And then, so how often are you cleansing? Like, what is, like, how often are you shampooing in between your styles? Mm -hmm. So I do, I still do a once a month. I still do um, uh, a once a month uh, wash, uh, again, with the scalp. And I, and I still have implemented that. If I have, like, if I, if it's kind of itchy or, or if I have, uh, you know, some kind of, I don't know, too much buildup or dandruff, I may do, like, an apple cider vinegar with like a, a cotton pad. And so that's kind of a trick that I, that I've, you know, that I've picked up. And so I'll just, you know, put that on a cotton pad and just kind of like get my roots and just kind of clean it that way. If I need, like, if I really need to clean in between, but that's kind of how I do it. So you think to your once a month, huh? 
I, I do. And you know what? Hey, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's it. But I always say it's important to kind of know. And I and I always preach this. I, I say that's what I do. But again, if you have more buildup and because sometimes that buildup is too much. And sometimes you could do your, your hair a disservice if you're doing one, you know, once a month, because again, that buildup can cause breakage. So uh, my sister who uses my products and, you know, we talk about this all the time. She's a little different. She has to do every two weeks. And if she doesn't do every two weeks, her hair does not operate the way it should. She doesn't get full growth, doesn't get full, you know, uh, just her hair, it does not cooperate well. So I always say that kind of knowing how often it's kind of, it's, it's not the same for everybody. And you know, firsthand probably of what that is and, and, and uh, how kind of, how often or how not often, uh, just because, you know, being a stylist and, and knowing that and seeing clients. So I find it's different for, for people. Yeah, it's different. It definitely, yeah. it's definitely different for everyone mm-hmm. based on, you know, their scalp condition, even um, their, you know, hair type and hair texture, all that plays a factor yes, as well. Exactly. So, yeah, but listen, when I have my, don't judge me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when I no have my here. loose hair but before I locked and I had loose hair mm. I want braids all the time okay I'm talking about take down one day braids the next day girl like, I, I feel so, it listen like I'm like who got time to be bothered with this hair with you know styling and yeah wear it loose I would have to um like do bantu knots at night and take mm. it out in the morning it's just style you know so because my hair was never at a length where I could just wear it out right and mm. that wash and go that's not for everybody okay no ma'am okay <laughs> not, hey, girl, I said, no right so my wash and go is going to include a whole step yes two three steps before I can yes. just go so okay. um, yeah so I was always doing like either a flat twist or mm. two strand twist and then band two knots to give it yep. more volume and more texture I did that for a while but when I got my hands on braids it's like okay I feel like I've been rescued yes <laughs> and but there's been times where I have not I haven't shampooed my hair maybe like six weeks or so but you know my hair is I would say um on the coarser side uh, yep. however it's very uh fine mm. sometimes people don't understand that so like you can have coarse hair and thick hair right like, like a yes. whole lot of hair or you can have not a lot of hair strands. And that's where yes. I put that fall at into the category. So my, you know, I've never had really like scalp conditions where I had to focus on the scalp and get this together. Mm. So I could go long periods without shampooing my hair. And I saw a lot of growth during those phases when mm-hmm. I was, you know, just not wash and just let it do what it do. Yep. Um, so I can relate, you know, four weeks is, hey, that's cool with me. <laughs> <laughs> But now that I have locks, I just find it so um, convenient. Like whenever I feel like washing, I'll, oh. I'll shampoo, I'll wash, I'll do like whatever I need to do. Um, but you share so much. I'm really excited that you have created a process with your products. Like I feel like that's golden. Like that's that's amazing. And you've become an entrepreneur through hair, like through just educating individuals and creating a or just solving a problem. And I feel like that's really cool. So All Natural Kinks um, is the name of your company. Yes. Yes. I love it. All Natural Kinks. So easy to keep up with. And you are on (laughs) Instagram. Yep. Yep. 
Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So um, what, like one last thing before I let you go, just share something with us that you want us to know, whether it's a myth breaker or I mean, a, a myth buster or something you just want us to walk away with. Uh, you know what? The biggest thing I think I because I was kind of thinking about through and and I, I go back to just the the start, I, I guess you could say, of just kind of like my first kind of like what I created in the process. I think again, uh, you know, leave in is not enough for moisture. Mm-hmm. What you know, leave leave in it is not enough, or I would say, you know, just wetting your hair for moisture is not enough sealing you gotta seal in the moisture i think that's one of the biggest thing and that's going to help with ultimately keeping your hair moisturized growing and again length retention is going to be big and also so small it's so tiny but it it really makes a, a heap of difference making sure you have a satin bonnet that stays on or satin pillowcase. It is one of the most underrepresented or underrated things you could really do. It saves it. I'm telling you, once you have those products and you protect your hair at night, you will notice a difference. That's so true. I think that's my biggest thing. Yes. I know I said that was the last question, but I do want to ask you just in case the audience may have a hard time understanding when you say seal in, I know Mm, there's a place individuals can seal in moisture. Can you just break down um, ways they can seal in the moisture into their hair? Yeah, yeah. So there's two different, it, it mostly I find that it depends on the texture. And this is why I, you know, I, I have products for both. So if you have a kinkier texture, you just need a little bit of a stronger product that's going to hold that moisture in. So I would say if you have, you know, um, just, just kinky in general, like I know, People are, I know people are hair typing. I know the hair type is out, but I'm just going to use that. If you have type four hair, you know, if you, if you, uh, you know, if you subscribe to the typing, I'll say if you have type four (laughs) hair, then, you know, butter is is better to seal in. If your hair is a looser texture, you know, a looser kink, then I would say oil will be better to seal that, to seal that in there. So just any type of, you know, um, I have a, you know, a, a hair, um, just a hair sealant, you know, hair oil sealant that is going to seal that. But, you know, if you can also use a different type of like, um, let's say olive oil is a really good sealant. So just different type of oils that's going to uh, just think of it as a glue, you know, just think of it as a glue. I, I That's what I, I think of it as. And it just holds in that moisture. So those good ingredients, all that water or, you know, liquid you put in there does not evaporate. That's the biggest thing. So it just locks yeah. in and does not evaporate and leave your hair. So. And it's so important to, you know, focus on that as well. Like when our seasons change, because, you know, yes. weather oh, there a, it is. weather plays a huge part too. Like, listen, I don't know where you are, but I'm in Michigan. Girl. <laughs> and in Michigan, we can <laughs> have the harshest winters and that is just, it can be um, hard on our skin as yes. well as our hair. So, you know, taking that into consideration as well is very important. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah, you already know. You already know. And yeah. I'm in California. It's dry out here. So it's a different, totally different way that you need to take care of your hair as well. So, yes, yeah. And like, I think that's another topic that can be discussed as well. Um, yes, you know, like oh my goodness. Climate oh my goodness. and how our hair adapts to different changes in the weather. 
that can be another whole conversation we can have. <laughs> yes, sis. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I am going to let you go. But before I let you go, can you share with us where they can find you? I know you have a website, you have Instagram. Yes. And just give us all the places so we can um, support you. Yes. Love it. Um, so you can find me on Instagram is where I post most often. So just at all the word all natural and kinks, K-I-N-K-S. You can also find me. I have videos on YouTube just with education uh, and how to use my products. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on um, Pinterest as well. So any of those locations, you can definitely find me. And the website is just allnaturalkinks.com. And the great thing about the website is you can go in and see, you know, click on the section where you need most or you need help with. So if you need hair growth and length retention, click on that section. Mm -hmm. If you have, you know, if you need help with dry brittle hair solution, click on that and you'll get a whole list of products that you can use for that particular thing. Also, uh, you know, thank you so much again for hosting me on the pod. All your listeners will get a 20% off discount um, if they just type in at the checkout education. That's it. Awesome. Education. They will get that 20% off. It's already set up. So, you know, if they want to try something out, let me go ahead and try one of those processes. Then again, they already have the discount waiting for them. Oh, thank you, AJ. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's so cool. So yeah. AJ, follow her on Instagram. Make sure you check out her website. Um, I'm even going to be looking at those um, solutions on different hair types. Like, what do y'all need for dry hair and, and and all those things. So, thank you for sharing that with us. Until next time, sis. We will yes. be back in touch. And I will have you on again so we can talk about that climate change. Yes. I'm like, yes. I'm good. We could go in all this so much. of like the little things that we could go into. So I'm definitely down for the climate change. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. I really appreciate you taking out this time to have a conversation with me about all the amazing things you're doing. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. This has just been incredible. And, uh, you know, I met a new friend, so I'm excited. Right, right, right. <laughs> I met a new hair friend. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation I had with AJ from All Natural Kinks. Since the recording of this episode, I have been using her moisture mist along with the Growth for Locks oil. And let me just tell y'all, I love it. It has so many of my favorite oils in there. And I am excited to see the progress of my lot all right so make sure you guys get over to aj's on natural king's instagram page follow her she has amazing content and before i let you go remember let's continue to educate empower and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair thank you guys for listening be sure to subscribe comment and share the episode with a friend see you next time